Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, rush. Now, here's Bose Nerdly. Welcome, indeed, to your Thursday. If you'd like to be part of our program, all you have to do... Dial 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And, of course, there is news galore. I want to start today with a sound bite. Uh, this happened earlier, uh, I believe it was yesterday, but, or this morning. I, I get the timeline confused. Uh, and this happened outside of the capital of the United States of America. See, my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. Woo, I love it, AOC. Hot, hot, hot like a tamale. Totally classless. Now, AOC has taken a lot of heat in the uh, in a lot of news sources and the conservatives that she should because she has been one of the people that has not weighed in favorably, unfavorably, on the harassment of our judges, on the justices on the Supreme Court, on the harassment of people on the right. But one of the first things that your parents teach you when you're a kid is that two wrongs don't make a right. And this is totally classless. It is beneath what people on our side of the aisle should do to any woman, period. Regardless of how you feel about her politics, regardless of what you think about her, I know, I know, I can hear the calls already. They do this to us all the time. They play hardball with us all the time. James, I thought you liked to play hardball. I do like to play political hardball. I'm not one of these people that says we should not politically fight these people and engage these people, but we should do so with a degree of class and with a degree of empathy also. Just because you have to fight hard for your side, and you should fight hard for your side, doesn't mean you have to turn into a classless troll. I don't care whether Orcasio, you could call her whatever names you want to call her, you know, and it doesn't make it right. 
Yes, she is our political adversary. Yes, she doesn't make sense in many of the things that she said. You can argue the things that she says on the merits of what she says, and I'm totally open for mocking some of the things that she says, for having, for ridicule. What I am not for is attacking her personally like this, you singling out her booty, you know. It's disrespectful to do that to any woman. And this low-class, low-rent guy ought to be ashamed of himself. Now, if you disagree, I'm willing to take that on, too. 800-848-WABC. There's another reason that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is in the news today. And I find this one interesting. The story's in the Washington Examiner. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Democrat New York, tore into U.S. Capitol Police for failing to forestall the January 6th Capitol riot alleging some officers were sympathetic to the event. Ocasio-Cortez stressed that authorities, quote-unquote, never got to the bottom of whether officers aided and were opening the doors to rioters who, quote-unquote, stormed the Capitol while warning fellow lawmakers we're not safe at the Capitol. She said there were actual officers working with this, and we never got to the bottom of that, and we never got any answers about that. I have no idea what happened to the people on the inside who were very clearly sympathetic with what was going on and opening the doors wide open for that. The Washington Examiner goes on to say it's not clear what Ocasio-Cortez was referencing when she mentioned officers were opening the doors to the rioters, but dozens arrested in the riot argued in court documents that officers had either not stopped them from entering the building or never told them they were not allowed inside. Now, anybody that watched this in real time saw police officers opening up the doors to the Capitol. Now, what Ocasio-Cortez is saying, Ms. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is saying is that this shows that they were in cahoots. Uh, not necessarily. We don't know what their motives were. And some people have suggested, and I am not suggesting this is the case, but some people have suggested all along that things are not what they appear with January 6th. Everything is not what they appear. That there were instigators. In fact, there's one guy who was very clearly egging people on. There's a story about him. I just don't have it printed today. There's one guy that was egging people on, has never been charged. And now he and his wife have ducked out of town. And there was a sympathetic story. Oh, this has ruined his life. Well, everyone else is in jail, but this guy's not. And he was one of the, he was found on the video egging people on to go in. And so it is curious as to why he hasn't been charged with anything since everyone else was. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is right. There were people that were opening the doors. And nobody has gotten to the bottom of that. Nobody has questioned them. Why did you open the doors and let people come in? Why didn't you tell these people they were not allowed in? If you opened up the doors, didn't it infer to these people that they had a right to go in? And again, I am not justifying the violence that took place. 
the vandalism, that should be punished. But the very idea that this has been all answers coming from this January 6th committee is dead wrong. We don't have the answers. And this committee's not interested in giving the American people the answers. They're interested in a narrative that this is all Donald Trump's fault and they want to make sure that they attach political blame for this to try to prevent Donald Trump from running for office again. And that's all this J6 hearing is about. Oh, and to make the right wing look like a bunch of crazy loonies. When in fact, only a few were crazy loonies. So maybe for the wrong reasons, but AOC has a point here. Things have not been addressed when it comes to J6. Maybe she should ask Nancy Pelosi why she hasn't gotten to the bottom of this. Or maybe AOC should just go up one day and ask the Democrats' favorite Republican, Elizabeth Cheney, why there have been no answers to this. The other story that we delved into, and it is a tragic story, uh, we talked about it for the last two days, is still in the news, that being the rape of a 10-year-old Ohio girl. Right now, an Indiana abortion provider is under investigation over whether she reported the rape of the 10-year-old Ohio girl as required by law. Indiana Attorney General Todd Rokita said yesterday his office is looking into Dr. Caitlin Bernard, who told the Indianapolis Star earlier this month she sheltered the girl in Indiana because the girl was unable to obtain an abortion in Ohio. They want to know if this was reported. Police have have arrested, as you know, 27-year-old Gershon Fuentes, who is here in this country illegally for raping this 10-year-old girl. The accusation against him is that he's com- he's confessed that this is more than once that he raped this 10-year-old girl. There are all sorts of articles about the horrific nature of this kind of rape in today's newspapers around the country. There were also the usual <clears throat> attacks from the left about this rape on Fox News and particularly on Jesse Waters. Jesse Waters, a few nights ago, was one of those who did a show actually challenging whether this was real because the facts were not forthcoming. And like any journalist looking for facts on a case, when you don't see the facts, you question, well, is this a real story or not? I can't find any information on it. No information is being reported to buttress these claims. Now, the mainstream press is trying to make Jesse Waters out to be some sort of horrible figure because he actually took that line, as did some of the other people over at Fox. So now their slant is that you see, oh, look at Fox today. Look at Fox. They were saying it wasn't true. They were saying, it was, no, they were questioning its veracity, which is what, which is what journalists are supposed to do. And today they're trying to mock Jesse Waters for saying that because of his broadcast, he put pressure on it. And that's one of the reasons why now we do have this information. 
and there's nothing. He is actually telling the truth because of his show, because of what he did, and because of what others have done questioning this, there was pressure raised to get the facts out there. And the facts, as it turned out, are being ignored so that you can have these attacks now on the messengers. Not one of these publications that's busy trying to discredit Jesse Waters or Tucker Carlson or Fox or anyone else that has reported on this before or questioned the veracity of it when there was no information, not one of them is focusing on how horrific this crime is. Not one of them has asked Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, to defend the border policies that allow this incredible influx of illegal immigrants into this country. None of these liberals are being asked how these criminals that come in to America with the intent of criminal behavior, who actually have the the evil intent to rape a 10-year-old child, no one questions why these people are in this country illegally, at least not among the mainstream press. No, they would rather try to make Jesse Waters the enemy. Jesse Waters is not in America Ill- illegally. Jesse Waters is on TV and doing a damn good job to try to bring out the truth, unlike members of the mainstream press. These people are so vile that they will overlook what has happened to this horrid thing that has happened to this 10-year-old girl, impregnated at the age of 10 by a rapist who is in this country illegally. They would rather overlook that, that set of facts, to try to attack Fox News because their hatred for Fox News and any of the journalists that work there is so deep that they can't get beyond it. They're full of crap. This is one of the reasons that Americans are seeing through who these people are. What has happened here is something that is inexcusable, indefensible. And I take you back to that very first speech that Donald Trump gave when he cited illegal immigrants coming into this country, raping people, pillaging and all the rest of it, and the Democrats had a cow. Every day we see more and more evidence of the rank criminality, and it's not obviously just from illegal immigrants. We see it in blue cities. We see it in American citizens. I know some of you saw that video of that little child cursing out a cop, telling the cop F you that or whatever it is, or STFU, a little child in diapers. This is what the culture has become among Democrats. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Sturley. It is our Friday. No, it's Thursday. Wow. It's our Thursday. Bo Sturley's Rush Hour. We're coming back right after this. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Sturley. Bo Sturley. On 77 WABC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. 
No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, rush, WABC. You know, Kev found the um, the uh, the soundbite of that thing I was talking about. That incident. It was in uh, Minnesota, and I want you to keep in mind you don't you're not seeing the video. So let me just describe it to you. There's an officer standing there. There's a little black kid that looks to be about two to three years old, maybe three three or four years old, in diapers, in diapers. And the police were there to serve a warrant, and this, this is what it sounded like. Come in, baby. Now, if I know it's, it's chaotic to listen to all that. You have one guy in the back, apparently older, saying you deep fry Oreo ass head, and among other things. But you had this little voice that you can, this little voice can barely speak. But this little voice is effing the police. F this, F that. This little now, you tell me that there's not something wrong with this culture. Okay? I've been talking about this forever on this show. That until we have a cultural change, there is not going to be a structural change between what happens with law enforcement and black communities all around the country. It is not a one-sided thing. Now, you take that back to this other case that the Democrats... Let me go. There's another story here that actually swerves into this. This is from the Daily Mail today. A fleet of 52 empty yellow school buses are on their way, where? To Senator Ted Cruz's house in Texas to represent the 4,368 children killed by gun violence this year. Now, this was put up by the artist Manuel Oliver, whose son, Yoquin, was killed at Parkland in 2018. So they talk about uh, 4,368 kids killed this year, and many of you think, whoa, we haven't had that many kids killed in school. You're right. That's not school violence. Most of those deaths happened in blue cities across America. But yet, where are they going to protest? They're going to protest at Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz didn't kill your kids. The NRA didn't kill your kids. This is all you liberals do is point fingers at everybody else for the problems that you create. Let us be real. You drug up these kids, these young boys. You drug them up as soon as they're able to take drugs because you can't stand that boys have a little bit of energy. You drug them up in school. 
These kids get drugged up, play video games all day. And who knows what else? We know the profile of these kids. Ted Cruz's daughters aren't running around shooting anybody. We also know the kids that are involved in some of these other acts of violences, these smash and grabs that are happening all around the country, these, these murders where people just walk down the street and blow people away. Ted Cruz's kids aren't doing that. Ted Cruz isn't responsible for that. But yet you liberals try to make this the Republicans are responsible for these deaths. You better start looking in the mirror, Blue America. Every one of these deaths, you need to look in the mirror at your policies, at what you have done to children in this country, what you're doing now. For goodness sakes, these kids are not even two, three, four, five years old before you're trying to tell them that they don't, that they're not happy inside their own bodies, that they need to have their checks, their sex changed. You start grooming these kids for homosexual behavior and for transgender behavior while they're three, four, five, six before they even know what sexuality is. You're already trying to groom them in the schools. Not to mention the way that boys are treated in this country. Because boys are more active, you drug them down so that they sit and behave like little zombies in this country? Now, I don't know whether that has a causal effect on shootings, but it has never been explored, and I think it's about high time we explore what is actually going on with these kids. This was not commonplace in any other society in the world. It is commonplace in a certain segment of American boys. Why? Why? Not good. And we should also start to identify what is happening in blue cities. Why are these murder rates so high? We know who's committing the murders, but y'all don't want to talk about that. Y'all don't want to talk about how the disproportionate amount of these murders are happening from young black men toward other black men or catching up other little black kids in the crossfire. You don't want to talk about that because it's uncomfortable to talk about it. This is a culture you have created. So you need to take these little yellow empty school buses and drive them throughout Chicago, drive them in Detroit. Drive them in Atlanta. Drive them in Philadelphia. Drive them in Chicago. Take them out of Chicago and then bring them back and drive them in Chicago every weekend because it happens in Chicago every weekend nonstop. What the hell are you doing going to Ted Cruz's house? There's no violence going on there. Take these buses and drive them in Chicago. Switching gears. There's a story today I found. This, if you are planning on a vacation, and you want, like, I have dreams of island life, okay? I'm not going to lie. I'm one of these guys, my fantasy is like island life. But get this. American Airlines changed the family's flight to another country, their return flight. Then asked them to pay $30,000 so that they could get home. A family alleges 
American Airlines tried to force them to pay roughly 30 grand to change their itinerary after the airline switched the family's return tickets to leave from an airport in another country. Their flight was supposed to be leaving from St. Lucia. They get to the firm and say, oh, oh, there's been an overbooking problem. You're bumped. By the way, your flight's now leaving from St. Vincent. How you get to St. Vincent is on you. The airline was not even, according to this family, not very apologetic. They blame the customer for not catching their error sooner. It cost this family about $30,000, long and short. That's what they estimate to get their whole family back into the United States. Right now, American Airlines, in a statement to ABC, after, after all of this became public, American Airlines says, we are concerned by the experience our customer is reporting. A member of our team has reached out to discuss their travel. Well, ain't that nice? By the way, who's in charge of transportation in this country? Yeah, that would be Mr. Buttigieg. Everywhere you look, there are problems with airlines now and the way that they're treating customers. All these cancel flights because there's a lack of pilot and crew. When is Mr. Buttigieg going to step forward and actually do something about this? It is summertime. That's right. It's summertime. This is when families travel. Get this straight. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush on 77 WABC. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Remember, my friends. John Katsimatidis comes up next. It's Cats at Night. Mariah Carey brings us back here on WABC. Beautiful voice of Mariah. We're going to be with your phone calls momentarily. I just want to cover one other thing here. There's a group of environmentalist wackos that are out here, and they are in New York, by the way. These guys and people are deflating the tires of SUVs in the New York City area. They call themselves the Tire Extinguishers, spelled T-Y-R-E, Extinguishers. They're from the U.K. So far, they claim to have done this to more than 5,000 SUVs in eight countries. They have more planned. They did this to 40 cars up on the Upper East Side, 20 in Chicago, another 20 in Scranton, 12 more in San Francisco, And what they're doing is they're leaving notes on these SUVs that they go and they deflate the tires. Attention, your gas guzzler kills. We've deflated one or more of your tires. You'll be angry, but don't take it personally. It's not you. It's your car. We did this because driving around urban areas in your massive vehicle has huge consequences for others. And they start talking about how these 4x4s are a disaster to the climate. I'm going to tell you something, folks. I, I, am, I don't know what I would do if I came out in the middle of the night and I found one of these environmentalist thugs trying to deflate my tires. 
but it probably wouldn't be a happy ending. Um, I, and I'm not advocating violence, but these liberals are so arrogant. I mean, for goodness sakes, what if in the middle of the night you had to run out and try to get to a hospital, you go and your tires deflated, you can't get there because some idiot little wacko leftist has decided your car hurts the environment. These people need to be found and jailed. And that, and, and without, except found and jailed. We can find these January 6th people. Why can't we find out who these little echo terrorists are? Would also like to express sincere condolences, ladies and gentlemen, to the family of our former President Trump. Ivana Trump passed away, in case you have not heard today, Ivana Trump has passed away. Donald Trump issued a very nice, very touching post for he and his children on the passing of his first wife, Ivana Trump, today. I would also like to, before we start taking your calls, give a special shout-out to a very, very dear friend of this program, Mark Stein. Mark has not been with us the past two Tuesdays because he has been traveling. We now know where Mark is because he's been doing a number of TV shows. The TV shows concern the stories of people who have been or who have had someone in their family vaccinated And those vaccinations have led to that family being hurt. Either deaths or serious injuries because of the vaccine. They believe because of the vaccine. And what Mark has been trying to do is amass a lot of these stories so that they can actually start getting some attention, not just in the mainstream news, but in the international news. This is happening all over the world, apparently. And our very own Mark Stein has been unafraid to go out and take the lead to start amassing many of these stories on the GB News Network, which is where his uh, his television programs can be found. Now, we expect Mark back with us this coming Tuesday. So, of course, we'll ask him about it. But let me tell you, this takes courage because there is a huge interest in suppressing these stories. There is a lot of money, and we are talking about billions of dollars that are flowing through these vaccinations. There have been all kinds of reports of doctors having their speech suppressed. Doctors made afraid that they will lose their practice if they dare alert people to what's going on. There are nurses out there trying to educate their patients and they have to worry about their jobs, their livelihoods, whether their career will be stripped from them if they give their honest medical advice to people in certain age groups about what potentially they should be warned of by their doctors if they are at risk for adverse effects. I am not a doctor. I am not making any claims here. 
What I am saying to you, though, is that there is a growing story that is largely being ignored by the mainstream press. And I know for a fact there is major suppression going on on an entire sector of American and international doctors. We're not talking hundreds, folks. We're talking thousands of voices in the medical community that are being suppressed because they have done research. They are in many cases researchers as well as doctors, and they have looked into these matters. And the American people, they say, are not getting the full scope of information that they deserve when it comes to understanding the treatments and the vaccinations. This this goes along with the political suppression of voices that you see every day that the left is trying to do to this country. If you have a different view on sexuality, genderism, they shut you down. If you have a different view on race, they shut you down. I was reading the story today of a guy that's suing a Washington State University. They would not even let this guy present Glenn Lowry to his students because they didn't want a black guy a black conservative to be talking about his point of view to white students. And they just told the guy, they use some fancy language jargon to pretty much say, no, black conservatives shouldn't be allowed to talk about this stuff because we want only our view. This suppression is going throughout liberal media and liberal society. And it is very much now in our medical field. Folks, we have issues that we have to root out in this country. And one of them is the return to honest communications. Let us head to the telephones. James Golden, it's Bo Snerley's Rush Hour here on WABC. Let's start with Leon in Long Branch. Leon, thank you for waiting. How are you this afternoon? Fine, James. How are you? Uh, You know, you said something about this girl getting raped. How many other people got raped by this clown? We don't even know. I mean, and how many people by others more than him? But this guy, we only know one thing. You know, guys only go to jail for one crime. They don't go to jail for the chaos they caused behind them, you know? Right. And I don't know. Now, he confessed He confessed to raping this 10-year-old on more than one occasion. Right. You well, are right. Caught. That's why he confessed. That's why he, he confessed because he was caught. Right. And 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 I got one more thing to say about Eric. Ad- uh, what's his name? Uh, Adams. Uh, the uh, he went down to that bodega and did some uh, sh- minstrel on the street BS talking about this guy, and did nothing about getting the man out of prison. The man is being held prisoner in his house because. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the, the DA, the District Attorney well, Alvin Bragg. Charge yeah. number one and number and number two. That's not what needs to be done. He needs to be fired. You can't have a DA that has this mentality. You can maybe make him change one decision he made, but he's still operating with the same mentality. He needs to be fired, and Hochul needs to do it. Hochul does not have the guts to do it, and she needs to be held accountable by the voters of this state come November. 
and Alvin Bragg and what is happening to criminals or what is not happening to criminals actually in New York should be the central, one of the central issues in this election. What is happening in New York, and it's not just New York, it's Los Angeles, it was San Francisco, is disgraceful. And it's everywhere else that these Soros, and I, you know, I'm not one of these Soros boogeyman people. But this is a fact. Soros did put money in these elections to help elect these prosecutors. And now they are wreaking havoc on America. This needs to be a central issue in this election. Leon, thank you for the call. Let's go to Jersey and speak with Sergio. You're on post nearly rush hour, Sergio. How are you this afternoon? Hey, how's everything going? How are you, man? It's a beautiful Friday. Um, hey, listen, I know you were talking earlier about uh, AOC, and somebody was talking, you know, foul about her or whatever. Listen, I, I'm guilty of that, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm definitely guilty of that. All, only because let's, look, what the propaganda and the lies that these liberals and these Democrats push and what's going on with this country and the sad nature that we're in, the sad stance that we are on the world stage and we being mocked at, being ridiculed, people not taking our president's phone calls. Like, I mean, this country is is what's going on with President Trump? I mean, like, he didn't do anything. It's been proven time after time after time after time. He, Like he said, he's got to be the cleanest person in the world, literally. Um, nothing sticks to him. All the lies, it's all fabricated, it's all manufactured hate. When before he was president of the United States, what were they doing? They were clamoring to get his attention, to get his money, to get his vote, to get his endorsement, to get his, uh, you know, get up in Trump Tower and have a meeting with him. Parties, lined yep. down the street, around the and right on now, the what they And right now what they're trying to do, and, and by the way, President Trump has told one news agency that he has made a decision about 2024 already. That news came yesterday. He has made a decision. So the only thing left is when he is going to announce the decision that he's made about running for office again. I want to address this thing with AOC. When we get back from the break, we're going to play it one more time, Sergio, because even though you said, yeah, you talk about AOC, I'm sure, Sergio, that you wouldn't stand outside the Capitol and troll her on her way into the Capitol that's what I was talking about. I think it was disgraceful. I'm going to play that soundbite again for those of you who haven't heard it when we get back. James Golden, Boast Nerdies Rush Hour, and we are coming back right after this. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Boast Nerdly. Boast Nerdly on 77 WABC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. Uno. He's your numero uno. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, Rush, Rush. Lenny Kravitz brings us back on WABC. If you got stuck on some Caribbean island, then your airline is telling you you got to go to another island in order to get home. Just put this on. 
and chill. And hope you have 30 grand. Let's head back to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in a way. This is us, and Sergio, who just called, you may not have heard this. This is what happened outside the Capitol. It was either today or yesterday. And she was coming into work, and this is what she had to contend with. See, my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, ASC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. Woo, I love it, AOC. Hot, hot, hot like a tamale. They're full of crap. You know, <clears throat> as I said before, you, know, you can disagree with AOC all you want to. I do. But this is disgraceful. No woman should ever be subject to this kind of Harassment, trolling, and bullying. You should have more respect for yourself than to stand out and say this about any woman on her way into work. I don't care what the political disagreements are. And again, I believe in playing political hardball. What I don't believe in is this sort of personal attack that's just lewd and nasty. Have more respect for yourself than to do this to any woman. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, here with you. Let's go to Connecticut and John. John, welcome. You're on WABC. How are you this afternoon? I'm fine. Thanks for taking the call, Bo. Uh, I wanted to talk about January 6th and your earlier comments that you felt that All Out Crazy, a.k.a. AOC, had a point in trying to get to the bottom of who opened the doors. Now, I wish she would have liked to make a more important point of who killed an unarmed 14-year Air Force veteran. I would love, I would love that to be a We point know who killed... Wait, 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 stop. We know who killed her. We know who killed Ashley Babbitt. We know who did it. What we don't know, well, we also know why he got away with it, too. And this double standard in American justice, John, is just, I don't know, there are no words for it. There are no words for it. Because people see this, and they see it happening, and they can't believe that in the United States we could ever have this sort of two-tier justice system, and people do this right in front of our faces, and the left gets away with it time and time and time again. As a, as, a, as a tangent on that, do you know Apple TV has a show coming up featuring Hillary Clinton and Chelsea Clinton? There's a shot of them both in the back of some convertible, and this they're going to be interviewing the likes of Kim Kardashian and this. So they're making them into be big celebrity stars. No, not once does anyone ask, where is the money? Where's all that money from the Clinton Foundation? What happened to the money in Haiti? They were supposed to be giving aid to the Haitians. And the Clinton Foundation kept the money. 
and yet Hillary can get away with it time and time again, and the left treats them like some big heroes. It's disgusting to look at. Gail in Pennsylvania, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. You're on Boston Early's Rush Hour. How are you? I'm how are you? Good. I'm calling because you were talking about different issues regarding gun violence. And I remembered some years back in recent times, um, I live in Pennsylvania, and uh, in the Springfield Mall, a woman, uh, a younger woman named Sylvia Seacrest shot up the, uh, the mall. Her mother had written many editorials, begging, pleading, crying, could not get her uh, paranoid schizophrenic daughter who wouldn't take her medicine, um, and the violent tendencies institutionalized. And that was okay, Gail, I wanted to be able to get to your point because your phone line is got a lot of feedback on it. And I know I'm going to invite you to call us back tomorrow or Saturday. Let's get the whole story there. But I wanted at least to get that point. That this was, again, a mother seeking help for her daughter, and it never happened. And this goes into the issue of mental health. And that is a very big component in these violent acts that take place across this country. Let us go to Elizabeth, New Jersey. Cindy, welcome. How are you? Hi. Just real quick about AOC and her faux outrage over her rump. Do you remember not that long ago when a designer made a gown for her that she wore to the Met Ball? And sure. she was sticking that lump out with um, red lettering. <clears throat> I, I'm sorry, I forget what the wording was. I'm sure it was remember. Tax the Rich. It was Tax the Rich that was all over her behind. Tax the Rich. But see, Cindy, I hear what you're saying. But to me, that's still no excuse for bad behavior on the part of this guy. I mean, look, the, the left is going to be who they are. And, and yes, it is true that AOC, by the way, will never come out and say that she's against the harassment of our Supreme Court judges. She's coming under attack for that today after her crying about what, being trolled. I understand all that. But what I'm saying is, look, let's have some basic freaking civility here. You don't do that to a woman. No gentleman does that to a woman. And to me, it's that simple. Even AOC. Let us go to Christine in the East Village. How are you, Christine? Welcome. You're on Boston Early's Rush Hour. Imagine I am. Uh, You are so valid and so honest about what's going on. And when I hear the news about lifeguards being bitten by sharks, about go in your house and close the door to protect yourself against a nuclear attack, it's just ludicrous. And I've come down to one word, what we're experiencing, which is the foundation for the Second Amendment, is tyranny, ruled by fear. Yeah, ruled by fear in a time ruled by fear in a time of chaos. And many people do feel that things are spiraling out of control. But Christine, I'm gonna tell you, I don't feel that way. What? I don't. We've what had it far feel? What way we, Christine, feel? we've Christine, we've had it far worse in this country. It's just that pe- we don't remember it. I mean, we have to remember, Christine. Passions were so inflamed in this country that we had a civil war that took us almost six years, five years to end up. So many Americans died from that war alone more than any other war in American history. We have been 
at each other for since the beginning of this country. This is in our DNA, these kind of arguments that we have in America. Am I not saying that we are in a time of crisis? This is a crisis. We have crises. We have challenges. But America is no, nowhere near the breaking point. All we have to do is defeat these leftists, and they deserve to be defeated, and every day they're showing us why. Let's quickly go to Kentucky. Patrick, we don't have much time. Wanted to get you in. What is your thought Hi, this Mr. afternoon? Mr. Golden. Good afternoon, Mr. Golden. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, um, the three primary players in the New York uh, State area is uh, Adams, um, Bragg, and Holcomb. Holcomb, and- yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I believe they all take their their marching orders from the federal administration because these people need chaos in the streets as much as possible in order to... You know, let me remind you of something Rush used to say. These liberals do not have to take orders from the top because they all think alike. They don't have to take orders from Biden. These people are on the same page as Biden. They're on the same page as the Elizabeth Warrens. They're on the same page as the AOC. They don't need to take marching orders. They think alike. I appreciate your call so much. Come James Golden. <laughs> it's true. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdy with you. Listen, time's up for today. Remember, Cats at Night comes up next. We're back tomorrow. Wow, we covered a lot today. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. Join us tomorrow at 4. See you then. Bye.